welcome to Chess Talk, where we talk about things we like and your opinion's wrong and ours is only right. That's the most accurate yeah, motto. That is how this, this works. This is the only award show that matters because we're at the end of the year and we're doing Chess Talk Awards. And no other podcast does this. Never in the existence None. of cast of pods them. has like, this happened. We like guys, thank the Academy. Is this true? <laughs> no. It's 100% true. Don't listen to her. She's wrong. Thanks, the everyone, Chessies. for being here. Before we get into it, uh, I'm Cody, your regular host. Brittany's here. Hi. Eddie is back. Hi, Eddie. Eddie. Friends. Oh, fuck you, Rob. You're not up. Oh. No. Eddie is here. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been up? back in a minute. Hi, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Tyler's we here. all on one right now? I'm here. And then Rob is remote, as you heard. I, fuck that shit. I'm not anywhere. <laughs> Don't push him away. He's already far enough. <laughs> I'm almost out of the country, yeah. man. I got like 100 miles and I'm gone. Canadian. You can see Canada from Off your backyard. Off the grid. Anyway, like I they said, we're talking about awards and shit. We are going over our favorite movie, our favorite TV show, our favorite album, video game, internet video, and meme of the year. Because we're all definitely going to agree on. We are probably not, and we're probably... I'm definitely going to argue... About. I don't want to argue. Huh? I don't want to argue anything. No. Can't we all just yeah. get along? Canada. Please. Thanks, Canada. Yeah, no, this, you've been too welcome. close to them for yeah. too long, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've become one we got to stop that. Do you want to get into it? Do you want to talk about what we've been doing? Man, they don't want to hear about us. <laughs> they don't. Care. They, really they want to know what we think. They don't care about they what we They want our do. opinions, not our stories. Let's get to that juicy content. Right. Ooh, what topic do we want to go over me. first? I thought we were just going to go left to right. Left to right? Yeah. Well, no, we should do, like, the award show and just, like, you know, what's the biggest category, most anticipated category? Who are our celebrity presenters? <laughs> James Corden. Uh, pr- James Barack Corden. Obama. He's going oh, to run the carpool karaoke through the wall. He's going to just drive through the wall. If Obama came on the show, I'd question what he's doing with his life. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you, do- You're why here? Are you doing this? He's really like, washed hey, man, up now. Everything all right? Yeah, are you in an okay place? You book? okay, man? You good? <laughs> do you, you want to talk offline? Um, so what, you want to say like movie for last or video game for last? I mean, is everyone in agreement that movie is probably like the most... I feel like that's going to be the most argued... Well, no, not really. I don't know. TV there's show movies... There's a clear winner of movie. Yeah, there's a clear winner. Um, so I'm going to argue the most about video game, so... I'm going to argue the least. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we should go right to left. Like okay. a manga. Yeah. Oh, so we're getting some culture wow. in this episode. Like <laughs> or Arabic. Oh, yes. Yeah. Also does good, that. Yeah. So, so does Hebrew. <laughs> oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Going right to left, it's yeah. meme of the year 2018. Meme of the year. I'm sorry <laughs> to your ears. I'm not. About that headphones. I don't know what that was. Okay. So, meme of the year, it's just our favorite memes and... In the past, it's always been the meme that came out during the year. Like, we kind of go, like, retroactive. The only category where we do retroactive awards is video game of the year. Because mm-hmm. games are hard. They're hard to keep up with consistently. Yeah, they so are. So, every other category except for video game is going to be stuff that came out this year. Or came out after last award Wait, talk. video game is going to be, like... Yeah, why? It has to be new to us this year. Uh, but the so game doesn't... It could be doesn't... an old game that you played for the first time this year or something. Yes. Yeah, I played Galaga this year for the first time. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I just then, played a lot. Of, I no. just played a lot of Galaga. So a... meme of the year. Uh, do we want to pick one and just talk about it on our list? 
Careful I mean, we can kind elbows. of. We, I think what we can do is like probably just go through everybody, do a brief presentation of each meme, and then your favorite and why it's your favorite. Brief presentation brief, of each. Because last brief. year we went on for oh way too fucking God. long. This meme means so much to me. <laughs> it changed my life. <laughs> okay, who's Rob, going? you go first. Yeah, I was like, who's going first? Okay, I'll go first. I don't have anything on mine. The only one that I could really get on board with out of all the rest of your guys's choices uh is the hannibal yeah. one i think that one has just such universal functionality for memeing anyone doesn't know what that one is it's the eric andre show yeah where uh, he shoots hannibal uh, and says who killed hannibal all the memes uh, who are would do be this in the link dump so since memes yeah. are visual mediums like it'll all be there so you can take a look and see our choices so what that's your pick of the year this is the most podcast friendly one i didn't realize that's what that was that was pretty funny yeah that was my favorite one yeah mm. that one that one's good this is about the good you guys got a lot of good ones but i think that one to me is like i like this this is good i'm just gonna go next It'll and pop. say that's my meme of the year because it was so relatable to me because all of it was just you've <laughs> made these this choice you did this to yourself oh i thought the change your mind was gonna be your oof no who killed hannibal it's a very 2018 meme. Mm-hmm. Very, it really Current encompasses year. the year. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with mine. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna pick the Thanos did nothing wrong slash the Reddit snap because I feel like that is the most like topical and the most outreaching meme that happened this year. Do you guys know what he's talking about? It's Thanos where Josh Brolin was like. <laughs> On a video with no shirt on. That was part was, of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was an entire subreddit on Reddit, obviously, that yeah. started as a like a shitposting subreddit for Marvel Studios. And then it became this like crusade to have the community snapped. And the admins of Reddit introduced the feature so that way they could ban half of the subreddit. Yeah. And they live streamed as people were getting banned from the subreddit. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty clever. That's... Yeah. I just think it's fun, and it was so topical for the movie, and then Josh Brolin got involved, and I think some of the Marvel executives like tweeted about it and everything. Mm-hmm. So to me, I think it was just like... The Russo brothers. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, one of them got snapped. And the other perfect. See? Perfectly balanced. <laughs> balanced. That is pretty clever. So to me, I was just like, that's C- the... Cody, did you get snapped? Uh, no. No, I did not. I was saved. You were spared. No. I was spared by our dying. lord and savior, Thanos. Was it worth it? Yeah, it didn't cost me anything. How much anything. did it cost? What did it cost? <laughs> <laughs> me nothing. I, I think the fact that we all did that one probably, like, that would be a better choice yeah. for it, meme of the year. So that's mine. I like that's, that. That's, that's my line in the sand. That's wholesome. You also put Tide Pods on yours, which that was pretty funny. I forgot that, that was the I just I, I, I thought that was, like, years ago. It was yeah. January. Because I, yeah. I have a spreadsheet where I listed like all my yeah. stuff at the year and so i was putting wow. memes down because every year we're like what memes happened and that was really at the beginning of the year that was at the wow. beginning of the year i could have sworn that was like no. three years ago right. yeah i put tie pots on there because i was like man that that was fucking everywhere and then i was like yeah it's not i think that one just exhausted me because it actually became a apparently actually became a, a health concern yeah yes. like people went to the hospital over that <laughs> yeah. I love this memes. World. yeah those are the best memes when right. they link into reality yeah. <laughs> Who wants to go next? Eddie or Tyler? Eddie. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> man, it's hard, man. I, I These three memes are near and dear to my heart. So, <laughs> As they all are. That okay. is gritty. Okay, I'm glad you asked. Oh, really? Oh, you don't know what gritty is? <laughs> so check it out. The Philadelphia Flyers um, hockey team 
uh, unveiled a new mascot this year by the name of Gritty, <laughs> who I will now show to the table. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, seen that. I just yes. didn't know the context. Yeah, he's Jesus. crazy. But you know what, though? I think with the with the explosion of the biggest Golden Knights last year in social media, like whoever runs our social media is on point. The Chance Gila Monster, um, I'm sorry, Gila Monster mascot that we have, he was running his Twitter account, and it was good. And I feel like Philadelphia Flyers' like marketing team was like, wait, there's an opportunity here that we need to take advantage of, and they made Gritty. And thus, Gritty was born, birthing his way into many memes this yes. year. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just like scaring the hell out of everybody. Oh, sorry, so what? <laughs> Look, this is my favorite one, The Lion King. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so I'll send these to Cody so you can put on the link down. But I think he's my favorite just because of how interactive he is with this hockey culture and like seeping his way into reality to where people are like, who the hell is this thing? Like, what is he? So it's like it started as, as a super niche thing and then it yeah. just kind of like exploded. He's just a mascot that, and whoever's running the social media account is doing great. And yeah, it just becomes like this hilarious like terrifying it's kind of wholesome too. yeah wholesome yeah, mascot like meme. It's funny. um didn't expect it which is why i liked it so much yeah know? um because hockey mascots in general are pretty terrifying is he supposed to look like a muppet yeah i don't know what yeah. he is i thought he looks like grimaces <laughs> he's <orange>. great <laughs> playoff beard growing he's like yeah. hillbilly cousin <laughs> yeah for real dude jesus yeah so i would probably say that he's my meme of the year just because like I, I enjoy it. it's just good fun mm-hmm. I went up against Savage Patrick memes and uh, let's get this bread. Let's get this bread. Yeah, that one was like a late bloomer. Yeah. I, I kind of snuck it, its way in. At I the say end. it all the time, dude. Like during the holidays, I'm like, bread. let's get this yeah. gingerbread. You once know? you started, yeah. once you put that on your list, I started saying it just to be stupid. It's so that funny. Was... Like, you say it once and you can't yeah. stop. No, it's, like, it's very addictive. It's like swag. It's yeah. like Pringles, dude. I said I, I, that was top of my list. Yeah, said, kind of a segue. Um, that was the top on my list. Because it was just, yeah, yeah, it's very addictive. I started, I said it once, I was like, oh, let's get this bread. bread. And then I like all the, um, it's funny because I felt like it was kind of multidimensional because you also had people like posting that meme, but like in a context, like, I'm tired of getting this bread, you know, but like people crying in the mirror. (laughs) Oh my God. That's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. backlash of bread. Yeah. Like people, I'm tired of getting this bread. So like, I just thought it was kind of funny that like it also... Uh, kind of grew off into that Dude, offshoot and, of the it's same so meme. motivational, though. Yeah. Like, it's, it's secretly inspiring. Yeah. Let's get this bread. I also Let's like messing it. around with it. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I go, I, I, I'd I, said it like every day for like a month at work, yeah, like when I clocked in, but I would switch it up and be like, all right, yeah, let's you get that. say when you clock in. I'd be like, let's get this pumpernickel. Let's get this rye. Let's get this sourdough. Oh, Let's wait, get this. Wait, so are you saying that this is your meme of the year? <laughs> yeah, sure. Because I had the most fun with it. My second runner-up was um, Laurel and Yanny. Oh God, I hated that because I was oh, yeah. I was, was obsessed with that for a hot minute. Oh God, no, mainly because I figured it out really quick, yeah. and I love being like I felt like Morpheus in the Matrix. Like it's like, listen, <laughs> you there's yeah. both both are there. <laughs> I, um, and then my second runner-up, my 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 third place was um, and I'm sorry, Moths. Oh. Off me, I'm sorry. You know what? I almost put it in my top three because of how quick it died. <laughs> yeah. I was like a Some monument control. to its failure. I was like, finally, like, <laughs> that was everywhere for like a good yeah. month. I know. Yeah. Just we gone. felt bad for you. Mm-hmm. There was actually a meme for that one. It was like, uh, "Here lies moth memes." <laughs> I was like, "Yes." All right. So what is it going to be? Who shot Hannibal? Is that going to be the? I think that one had the most. Victor. There's no one wants, votes for that one. No one wants to sway their votes after our arguments. I'm going to stand true to my meme, but I'm also very close to let's get this bread. But, I mean, I I still put my vote in for Gritty. (laughs) I think Hannibal won no matter what you choose, Tyler. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with who shot Hannibal winning. That was pretty funny, isn't it? I love Hannibal. Let's do it. And it was not like a late bloomer. It 
I think it showed up like it in was, the summer. It was like a laid back, consistent meme. Yeah, it was, it was always around there. for a while, and it yeah. didn't like overstay its welcome. No, no, not at all. And you know what? And you'd see it pop up, and you'd be like, ah. Yeah. Like, it was it's always like, relatable. It was like a warm hug from a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> was the butterfly meme this year where it was like the cartoon with the what kid? Is, is this uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, I thought it was like the pigeon Oh, that one. was a really good that one. That was yeah. probably what would have been my third place one because that was around for a while. That one was good, and I like how that <laughs> so one like... I didn't really get that one, if I got to be real honest. It was just... Uh, is it the guy releasing the dove? No. Yeah. Butterfly. It's an anime yeah. screenshot of that. a guy like holding a book, and he's looking at a butterfly, and he's like, is this a butterfly? And it's just they would like photoshop that with other things and just him not understanding like what's in front of him just, yeah yeah it was interesting it, it was like a b minus yeah. meme yeah that right. yeah, was a little congratulations over my eric andre you're a meme of the year your award, your award. Will be sent in the mail yeah I was... <laughs> it will be sent in the mail soon sorry i will be in touch you gotta pay for postage though sorry i still feel like i'm part of this. it'll be cash on delivery cash <laughs> Um, so from that, we're going to go into internet video of, of the, the year. year. Oh, yeah. I messed of up. Of the year. You what, messed up? What did you mess I didn't up? Put, I didn't put any. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I forget. What you last? I was going to be like, oh, I'll come back to this. And then I never did. Mm-hmm. I can start this one off if you okay. want. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to pick one? Yeah, man. Um, after looking at my, I mean, <laughs> a lot of mine are long length, obviously. Like yeah. Usually series. But... <laughs> I'm gonna have to say Good Mythical Morning series just because I've literally watched that every morning like for the past like mm-hmm. two months. And if you guys don't know, it's a channel on YouTube hosted by Rhett and Lincoln, you know, staff and all I that. I remember it. And it's just like nice, wholesome morning show, and they just taste test things and try different things, so you don't have to sort of show, um, but in a fun and silly way. Um, and plus, they're just great personalities, great best friends. Yeah, and I just find myself addicted to it. Just like coming home from work, you know, like looking forward to like ah, just, like. A good way to relax and kind of de-stress from the day and then watch, put this on and watch that and, you know, enjoy myself. So, yeah, I, I'd say the Good Mythical Morning series just because, like, they, a, lot of hard work goes, hard, a lot of hard work goes in behind that series. Um, Wholesome's the best word for it. Wholesome yeah. is the best word for it. For it sure. really, You're really familiar is. with it, right, Brett? Yeah. 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 You used, used to, watch to watch it, it years ago. Yeah. yeah, they've been around for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, and they changed the format. And they change to like multiple videos a day, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean it's it's a and you don't realize how many people are behind this series. It's like a there's a studio. whole production, yeah, yeah. studio. Jeez. Um, I mean they've had episodes, most memorable like you know getting vasectomies together to establish well, their friendship. One, yeah. yeah, they're both dads oh and they have kids, but they're like you know what? I think that's enough. <laughs> Let's go get vasectomies together. Wow. And they did a whole video and it was hilarious, man. Like mm-hmm. you think like what? And then just for the holiday seasons, they'll adapt, you know, doing gingerbread taste tests. But, like, will the gingerbread with barbecue chip flavored gingerbreads or, you know, like, this and that. It's, it's just funny. It's a good show. I recommend it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I like that. I just I, – I like it because of the dedication, hard work, and personality and, yeah, wholesomeness. So that's, yeah, that's my favorite most watched internet videos mm-hmm. of the year. Good pick. Want me to go? Sure. Sure. I'm torn between the two. My top one is the Funhouse like compilation. It was like a fan submitted compilation called I Challenger Duke. It's just like a two minute clip of their forty minute coup video and they just like took out the best parts and then had in the Hall of the Mountain King like playing behind it as it like it's building it's an so intent. It's so like stupid and funny and just like it's similar to the video. Like as it went on they got more and more into this stupid game and role playing and like this song builds and builds and builds so i think that is a really good just like one-off video that you can watch without context <laughs> and then the other one that i just added today is um donkeys 
Oh, Donkey's always great. He is such a staple he is for, fantastic. to me and like YouTube. Like when I think of YouTube, I think of Donkey. <laughs> and even on the show, I feel like I talk about him constantly. And he just put out a video. It's a two-part or part mm-hmm. two of a video he made two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's difficulty in video games. And it's nice when he does a serious video like this where he brings up good points. It's like a short video essay. Exactly. And that's what I liked about it. It's like it's not a 40-minute long dissection. It was just like a seven-minute there is still humor in it, and he mm-hmm. brings up a lot of good points, and it's like, oh, I never really like, thought about that. Mm-hmm. So It's right up your alley. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And it's just another quick watch, which I really like. So I'd probably give it to Dunky, just consistently oh, to wow. me. He is one of like my favorite YouTube creators. Yeah. I can watch any of his videos, even stuff I've seen ten times, and I still find it funny. So that's going to be my pick. Nice. Britt? Video of the year is hard. It is. I had a really, um, actually, this list took me forever to make. I was debating putting a separate category of just favorite channel of yeah. the year, like new channel you discovered. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that would help. It, yeah. There's only one video in my list that like was a true video of the year that yeah. came out this year. Yeah. But like I could not find other ones. Yeah. But anyways, pretty. Go ahead. No, you're good. I'll shout out two channels that I discovered this year. Two chain. The Bon Appetit <laughs> channel. I fell in love with. Oh yeah. Bon Appetit. That's a. Uh... They're cooking like a cooking player. catalog, basically. It's a recipe book, but like, they have a YouTube channel that's so endearing to me. <laughs> it's just like some really cool, silly people that make videos of them cooking because they're professional chef- chefs. Yeah. So that was fun to discover. Um, oh, that's wholesome. And then uh, Lindsay Ellis, who is a video essayist. I discovered her this year. Me too. Yes, I showed you one of her videos. I think I know her just by the name, but anyways. She's, she's very cool. well Wait researched. Wait a second, I know. She, she does like film critiques. She used and to be Disney. on the Channel Awesome, right? She did. Yes. Yeah, yes. she was the nostalgia chick, right? Yes. That's where I know that name and all the controversy that happened, but now she's on her own, right? Yes. I don't know the controversy. Yeah, I, I don't either. I looked, at, I looked at it a little bit and was like immediately put off, but I what? think she's, she's separated herself yes. from them and now she's doing yeah. her own thing because I liked her content. We can explain that the day. Yeah, her content is so well researched like they're like 40 minute long video essays most of them are about like disney movies and nice. comparing them to like, like, other, all like these disney how they stand along how they stand as like a film versus how they stand as a disney movie and mm-hmm. how like the behind the scenes disney stuff influenced a lot of choices that were made for these movies and sometimes right. not even disney movie and your video of hers you picked was the beauty and the beast one yeah she did a review of the live action beauty and the beast and that was the first one i saw of her this year and oh She's so funny, too. Nice. I think my video of the year that's, like, a short, easily accessible one is, I think his name's Gus Johnson, J.K. Oh. Rowling these days. Yeah. Mitchell Robbins is his real is name. Is that really his real name? Yeah. I thought um, Gus yeah. Johnson was his I real name. I thought that was his real name. I'm pretty sure Mitchell Robbins is the character. No. I'm pretty sure Mitchell's the character. Yeah, Mitchell's the character. I looked Gus... into this because of your video. Yeah. yeah. Oh, then I have backwards. Yeah, but he did a video called J.K. Rowling these days that's, just like, a minute and a half. Oh, I just, I don't even want to describe it. It's just, it hit on everything that I've been thinking for the last, like, six years related to Harry Potter. Wow, and, okay. Cool. J.K. Rowling. Um, yeah, And yeah. he's just a very funny person. He uploaded a video recently of just a short, like, two-minute video of people pretending like they've never heard of Bohemian Rhapsody or Queen, and they're posting, like, reaction videos to the song. Oh, yeah, and he's yeah. just like, you're all lying! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. yelling about it for, like, two minutes. He um, has a lot of videos that end up on the YouTube Haiku subreddit, which is just, like, short videos, yeah. and I saw one of his where it's, like, making Spotify ads, mm-hmm. which is just, it's, like, a 20-second video, and it's so funny mm-hmm. that I, like, that came out last year. Otherwise, that probably would have been my video of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like his content 
probably the most right now because it's very short to the point but also yeah. super funny yeah. yeah okay bobbert you want to go yeah so um i'm kind of torn uh between the aforementioned uh you know gus johnson mitchell robbins kind of series he's been doing i really really like it i only found him this year and i think a lot of his content is very on the nose with what he's trying to like tackle whether it's like making fun of primitive technology um that series or you know jk rowling i think he does a really good job of just being like su- supremely satirical of these like tropes that have become from these people but i think i got to go with worth it another tv series or a youtube series oh yeah yeah um it's uh BuzzFeed, right? I, on, I, I think it, what? Yeah, but it's BuzzFeed Boo. Red, I think. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, I at first was like, no, it's BuzzFeed. They're so trash. But then I was watching it like last like two or three years. I'm like, okay, it's, there is good quality content on some of their affiliates. I've seen that show and actually binged that show many times just because that, I mean, BuzzFeed does have, oh my gosh, they actually do have good series that come out from time to time. Because they're like almost separate studios essentially yeah. like it's not yeah. all like buzzfeed but just content in general though i mean like there's, there's certain content it's not the, it's not just that trash rag exactly. like website yeah. it, there is people that produce and create quality content and are passionate um it, it's gotten to the point now my wife and i will actually watch it like waiting for the next episode to come out like they just finished a series for like their their christmas party how how they developed the ideas how they're actually cooking versus going other places um so i think that's going to be my my video slash video series of the year um they just rounded out season five i think they do a great job of going all over the place and just trying all these different foods and really giving it kind of honest uh, an opinion but i also like that it's very it's not really scripted it's very much just like off the cuff just kind of talking about food versus trying to be overly you know edited and created to like seem smarter than it is it's just two guys trying food the everyday perspective of food yeah exactly so and whether or not it's worth it to pay x amount for what yeah yes yes all right tyler, tyler did you, you have watch any pick? videos this year i don't think i did okay um out of all the ones we've talked about what sounds the most interesting i mean you? i've watched a couple of these so you did watch videos i feel like you'd like the th- yeah the, my third pick which is the viral video of the wicked witch i i did see that i watched that one i saw that, that. Funny. I, I was gonna just put your guys's choices on there because like i don't know man yeah. like I, I would like watch youtube videos but like they don't really like stick with me That's too often TV or anything it, yeah I just, I just don't yeah. Again, watch like I feel like stuff. this category and the meme one, it's so hard to like yeah. keep track of, and that's why like these categories specifically are why I made the list because I wanted to have like a running tab on videos I really like throughout the year. Yeah. Otherwise, like it's just like I don't know. The last video I watched on YouTube is my favorite one. <laughs> Dude, your your third pick though is hilarious. The wicked, the, where they're like having an argument. What is it about? Like if she's like a wit, a, if a she's princess, a princess or not? That's the yeah. thing, dude. It's like it's 16 seconds of like yeah. just chaos, deep cuts. You know. <laughs> then, Absolute chaos. What does he say at the end? He's like, like uh, grow up, grow man. up, man. It's so funny because educate the other guy yourself. Out a knife, like yeah. it's a joke. He's like, I'm gonna stab him. Like you watch it more and more. And there's yeah. more things you missed. Um, and that's why that video was like, I was like, wow, this is a very accidentally yeah. well made yeah. video. Yeah. So that, 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 yeah. Onion that, of the year. <laughs> that video is like right up my alley. I really. Any of the other series that the, um, everyone pointed out that you're. I remember Worth It now that. Now, the more you guys talked to, I was like, oh, yes, I've seen that. Um, and I really like Lindsay Ellis. I think that uh, I watched like that and I started watching the Beauty and the Beast one. And I really like her style. I think she's really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, you also and... think she's really cute. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there's that too. Um, the Challenger Duke video is awesome because I experienced playing that game. And yeah. it's like that. It'd be like that. So, it's really um, hectic. Yeah. It'd be like yeah. that. So um, those are a couple of my faves. And then you, you're here. What, what do you guys think? What's the video of the year? Well, my choice. Different. 
<laughs> do you not want to pick one? Do you not want to be the tiebreaker, Tyler? I'll be the tiebreaker. Yeah, okay, do it. Oh wait, so what? What's it? What's it between? What our top choices were. All of our. So, top oh, choices. so you guys, you guys are all standing by your top choice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, good I... God. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Duke video. Oh. Okay. Well, did anyone else win last year? Uh, no. Oh no, uh, no, we won the because... last one. Oh, that one. Last year. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Rob's agreed with me about that yeah, one. Yeah. The, uh, the 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 coup video, just because you know I lived it, I experienced yeah. it. Yeah. It's very real to you. Yeah. Video of the year. Video of Funhouse. I challenge your dude. But it's not even Funhouse. Fun house. It's like a fan that made it. Yeah. But it's fine. Fan it's better than watching the forty minute long. Full yeah. It's video. like they take the best parts of a forty minute video and condense it into two minutes, so it's like everyone can enjoy it. You challenge me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have to play it after. Yeah. It's so. in the link dump. Congratulations to YouTuber, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember your name. Your award will be you in the mail. You did a thing. <laughs> I hope you do a voiceover later with his actual username. You did a funny thing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. So the hard hard ones are over, and I believe video game is next, right? Yes, yes. it is. Gosh. Video game of the year. So what do we have on our list? Who wants to start it off? I'm about to fight Eddie and Rob over their pick. Let's do it. I'll I'm go first because I played one game this year. Actually, technically, I only played one game too, but I'll get to mine later. Okay. Rob, you were going to say something as well? I didn't put mine specifically in any order. Okay. okay. Ooh. We were supposed to. It's fine. Don't oh. yell. You're going to be very honest, angry. I'm, I'm going to hey, yell. Actually, to be honest, I didn't either. I'm just going <laughs> to. Well, yours is still wrong, so that's fine. I only played Spider Man. Oh, and it's a very yeah. good game. Yeah. Also, the most misspelled title of the year on our we award all list. We spelled it differently. I spelled it correctly. Thank you very much. <laughs> but we all spelled it differently. And then everyone was like, "Genuinely, not just because right, it's the Cody. only game I played. <laughs> it's a genuinely good game. It's pretty. It's funny. The controls are hard at first, but then it just feels so fluid. I just think it's a good game. That's it. That's totally fair. Tapping it's a, out. It's the second game I hundred percented this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. This is a good year for Spider-Man. Are you gonna go ahead, Cody? Just add on yeah. to that, or? Well, not, that's not at the beginning of the year. That's not my um. Oh, oh god. That's not gonna be my game of the year. That is. That's my uh, number three pick. For me, game of the year has to be Hollow Knight. It's a game that came out last year. It's an indie game. I've talked I about that one. it. Side scrolling, right? Uh, kind of, sort of. Like, like it's ish. Uh, it's no. Like, right? It's a rogue. It's like you're looking at it like it's a two D okay. thing. And it's not really side-scrolling. Like, you can pick which direction you want to go. Oh, I'm thinking of Shovel Knight. Sorry. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That is, like, 16-bit side-scrolling. Yeah. Similar. Hollow Knight came out last year, and I beat I think I have almost 40 hours into this game. It's a studio of, like, two people plus the sound guy. So it's three people, but two people essentially work on this game. And it's just fucking great. Like... The music is insane. It just like the intensity of the boss battle is just really like built up because of the score. Um, there's so much like hidden lore that you have to really like dig into mm-hmm. to f- get the full story of it. Sure. And it's just after maybe the first hour, just the game becomes so much fun. Yeah. And like I couldn't put it down. Like I just had to play it until I almost 100%ed it. Nice. So that to me, that's a oh. 10 out of 10 game. I like that it's just a couple guys that they're still updating it they're still putting out free dlc just free content for everyone that bought their game and they're just they seem like nice guys a nice studio that is trying their best to make art yeah and i gotta stand by that so to me that's my pick that's fair hands down 
Uh, Tyler, mean, what's your game of the year? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I played Fortnite one time. Oh, shit. 12-year-olds. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> I don't know why you guys hate this game so much. It's but... fine. I've never played it. Uh, no, it... I hate the meme. That's yeah, it. the game became a meme that's like super... And like every... Yeah. Not like, a fun meme. Every child... Yes. Like, knows at least one dance. Like it's like a standard now. My yes. little brother. Isn't that better though than when like kids were like bad at dancing and like I don't know. Your little brother <laughs> is really good at flossing. Yes. It's weird. Dude, I'll floss dance. Kids are yeah. good at flossing. Like they're doing these crazy ass dances and like Dude, this my... is the new America where kids are just good at dancing. My yes. little brother like just stood up in front of everyone and was like Tell me a Fortnite dance. Watch me do it. Oh and God. I think he could do like five or six different Fortnite dances. Can he do the Orange Julius? No. Thing? That's I'm, what I asked him to. I literally don't know the names of any of these dances. Yeah. I know Orange flossing. Julius and Flossing. I know there's a lot of controversy. Like the guy that like invented the Millie Rock is actually suing Fortnite because um, they... That's fucking stupid. It's... I think he has a case. I but just anyway. don't know what this game is about anymore. It's, it's PUBG. But yeah. is it's it PUBG. dancing? No, it's PUBG with why is Fortnite Because it's like thing. you know on Super Smash when you like knock somebody out and like you could do like the taunt or whatever. Yeah. It's like or that. Like Halo oh. when you were able to teabag. Okay. Yeah, it's just what? Kind of like that. Yeah. You could just. <laughs> it's just like Tyler flexing on people. I want to play Halo now. That sounds awesome. It's just a taunt. Okay. Like, it's just how you flex right. on. It just but happened yeah. to like take the spotlight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, is that your game of the year, Tyler? I'm not really. No, I didn't. I didn't really. You don't give a fuck. What's your on the list for your second choice? I put Read it uh, exactly how you I put Spandermans. <laughs> you said I don't know. I said I don't know. Spider Spandermans. Spandermans. <laughs> Who is the Spanderman? So that's so Spandermans is your. Did game you of the play year. Spider-Man? I watched Cody play Spider-Man. I had oh, a good yeah, time. That's right. You watched it for like the same an thing. hour, two hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So it yeah. was yeah, it was uh, like watching Spider-Man: Homecoming. But what about you, Rob? What's your pick? Wait, wait, wait. Eddie's got to go. Why oh, does yeah. Eddie? We're not. We're going no, out of order. So there's no order. Wait, no, you guys went totally. I'm watching the list. It's my Brittany, Cody, back to the bottom. Oh yeah, we should do tops at bottom on the lists. Or well, something. too late. We'll do that next oh, category. Oh we well, shit. Okay, so I'm up. I'm up for this one. Okay, so yes. having played Hollow Knight, I'm gonna defend my choices here because I feel like I'm gonna be attacked right Ooh. afterwards. So Hollow Knight is a very fun game, and I think what two dudes plus some audio engineers did really cool stuff. But However, but but, but 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 it ain't as good, and here's why. Spider-Man is the first game I've ever 100%ed in, like, three days of playing a game. And I thought the okay. game is easy. I just played a lot of Spider-Man. And it is the most, like, visceral, like, enjoyable experience that I've played. Red Dead Redemption gets, like, a, like, a nod because it is very fun. But the pacing is, to me, is just way off. But the story okay. is very solid. I thought, because so, you had Red Dead as your top pick, so I yeah, thought that was going to be your choice. But also, writing these lists, I didn't know I was supposed to put it in a certain order. I just threw yes. it in there. Yeah, it was supposed to be like precious in everyone's mind. It was supposed to be like ranked. Yeah. Oh, I like Red Dead because there's a D'Angelo song on the soundtrack. Really? (laughs) There is. Yeah. That's really funny. Go ahead. Go go ahead with the rest of your list, Rob. Anyways, so um, I don't know. Spider-Man just like fits the bill as like the it's it's like the Spider-Man Batman game. It is just such a good experience for Spider-Man fans and sets up a potential franchise for other hero games i think there's a lot of opportunity there but the game itself is so much fun i think i'm gonna go out and buy it when it's a little bit cheaper and get the dlc and really expand upon what they've added slight nod to smash ultimate extremely fun game online's terrible right now but as a single player like just unlock everything game 
really good. But my my vote goes for Spider Man, hands down. My only issue with Spider Man was the fact that they had so much DLC and a lot of it was like announced before the game even came out. Like I don't love that practice, and I it's was terrible. going to initially rent Red Dead Redemption to play it so I could talk about it for this, but then all the online shit with the microtransactions came out, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not supporting that. Like I'm not going to play Rockstar Games if they keep doing this money hungry practices with their games. And so I was like, I, and so Spider Man, yeah, it's a great game. I just I didn't love all the DLC that they're pumping out, and I get it. It's not really the, their choice. Sony is probably telling them, like, you need to make costumes and DLC and make us money. And so it's right. whatever. It's still a good yeah. game. But Red Dead Redemption, I was like, no, I, I, no, I can't stand by Rockstar. I mean, both, both companies, just as an aside, they both do the same thing because they're both publicly traded companies. Ultimately, it's all about how can we make the most dollarinos. And they did it to GTA, they did it to Red Dead, and Sony does it with their franchises. So, But it, when... Red Dead Redemption 2 made almost a billion dollars in the first three days. Do they still need to milk it for more money online? Yes. Yes, because they can. Perspective, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, how much it, How much money is enough? It's no secret that companies do this nowadays, and it's just the norm. Yeah. It's just, Apple's it's, a very good example. It's so frustrating, and I'm just like, I, I can't support companies like that, and I'm probably just not going to play Rockstar games. Yeah, same. No, that's why, I didn't, that's why I rented it for a day. I was like, this is fun, but it's not quite my bag returned it to red red, red box yeah so red dead red red box <laughs> what about you eddie what's your pick so um red dead redemption 2 is also on mine because it is the first video game i played since fallout 4 came out yeah which was a long time ago and yeah yeah i totally get what you're saying if we're writing companies these companies wouldn't be in my lists yeah but as a video game and a storytelling uh tool it is awesome yeah um the pacing is very slow yeah so it, if you're it's like off 10 of, hours before you can really like no, dude, do your it's own a thing 40 hours like at the very minimum like store like story like that's minimum i've like, heard like 60 hours is the normal yeah i think it's around 60 hours actually it's all about how what you focus on too pretty much yeah so and me going into it knowing that i don't play a lot of video games i'm like i need to just concentrate on the main story as much as possible and not get sidetracked because it is very easy to get sidetracked yeah. but the development of this game and like waiting eight years for it to come out like dude it is and i was a big fan of the first game too i played the dlc as well the undead nightmare which is a fantastic uh, expansion pack red dead redemption 2 i think delivers in a big way um as a very high highly anticipated western open world the, the amount of detail that's in this game is like ridiculous oh, yeah. like i there's like li you play every day and like there's always something small that you notice like wow like like the developers did their shit like correct i still obviously haven't finished it yet um i had a buddy who like binged it for like a week straight and beat the main story and um, he's still going through with it. And, like, just the amount of content that you can discover in this game, it's, it reminds me of when GTA Five came out. Like, that game is still relevant as hell today. Yeah, and I, I definitely stand by what you're saying as far as, like, Rockstar Games, you know, and what, you know, Money Hungry. It's no surprise that that's what a lot of video game companies are doing nowadays. I mean, the, I had the option to buy the special edition to get better stuff and whatnot, but I just yeah. went for the basic $60 game because I just knew, like, with, the, with a game this size, um, I'm only going to play the story, and that's all I need. That's all I can yeah. ever need. And... So far, it's been delivering. The controls are pretty difficult to get used to. That's another complaint I've had. Yeah. It's like it's not intuitive. It's it's very not. It's like it's definitely not user friendly. You definitely have to kind of get settled in. But when you start playing for a while, you're so immersed in the game that when something crazy happens, like you're in it. Um, the train robberies are fantastic. Uh, interacting with the world around you is awesome. Um, the story is fantastic. Uh, and just discovering the little Easter eggs here and there throughout the valley that seems endless is just always fun. 
So as a video game and a storytelling, you know, tool module, like I love it. I think it's as great. like an isolated single player game. I think it's a great game. That, that is pretty much the only video game I played this year. But I also put Spider-Man, <laughs> as I spelled it, um, because oh, yes. I didn't actually play this game, but I watched the hell out of playthroughs because I wanted to play it so bad. But yeah. I didn't have a PS4, and honestly, just from watching it, it is so good. Like I, ha- I'm having fun just watching the story and. Mm-hmm. It makes me like. It makes me feel like I'm playing the game. Like it just. It seems so much. Like I have such a fun time watching it. And that yeah. just tells me right there. That's a great game made. I don't really like the developer either. Um. I mean, as far as like what they're doing with the DLC and all that, it's fine though. Like they did yeah. announce that, and honestly, it reminds me of Destiny. Like in all these other video games coming out, it's like, oh, well, here's the game, and you can also get DLC. Blah blah. I'm like, eh. I just turn a cheek to it, honestly. Yeah. I'm I'm here for the main game, and that's all. And if I want more of it, and if I really want to pay out of pocket to get more of the game, that's fine. But. I, it's never really gotten down to that point for me just because I know what I want and I just want the main game and that's all I need. I just like when game companies actively do not do DLC, like with God of War, which one That's like, why indie games are doing so well nowadays. But, it's because, I mean, you buy what you get and boom, that's all. And it's usually cheaper. And they're always updating to you and it's free, yeah. you know? It's like, indie games, I think, are taking the forefront as far as, like, content, like, good content, you know? They're trying. Yeah, but I mean, even, they're, they're getting there well on the way. A few more years now from now, I mean, I think it... Will definitely be up there. Yeah. But God of War, which is like a triple A game, they're like, to me, it seems like they're not doing DLC because they just want this story to be its story. Exactly. In this game. They're focusing on the right thing. And I wish a lot of more, I wish a lot more companies would do that, you know, because yeah. a lot of these companies make great games, but they also kind of tempted to the how much more money can we get out of this? Yeah. You know? It's I like with know. Bethesda and Fallout 76. Yeah. It's, it's they've turned into these huge monopolies. Like, it's crazy. I yeah. Mean, but yeah, games like God of War. They're doing it right. They're selling you the story, and that's and that's how they've always yeah. been, which like, is what I like about you them. You buy the game, and you get the game. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no nothing behind a yeah. paywall. It's just like, this is the game. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah, you don't go to, like, you know, a restaurant, like, you order a steak, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, would you like to upgrade? Uh, you know, get, uh, you know, extra gravy, and, like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. It's, Each it, bite is extra. Yeah, like, hey, you want a few more bites? Give me an you extra expe- 20. You yeah. expect an entree, <laughs> and you're getting an all-a-carte experience with a lot of these big companies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whoa, dang. That's what I was trying to go for, Rob. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. So it sounds like Spider-Man is going to win Game of the Year. Oh, I'm happy if it takes Game of the Year. I think everyone kind of picked Spider-Man. Especially Tyler, our game forte. Yes, I'm the game master, and <laughs> I say Spider-Man is the game of the year. All right. Woo! Spider-Man, Insomniac Games, there you go. Spider-Man, please accept your Insomniac made Ration and Clank series, too. Yes. I love them. They made Spyro something the else. Yeah, Spyro, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So they've been a game company for a while. Say Spyro. Spyro. Spyro the Dragon. Spyro Gyra. Spyro-Man. Spyro-Man. Are you okay with that, Rob? Uh... I, I mean, you know, Hollow Knight was pretty good, but I'm very much okay with this. Yeah, no, because Spider-Man and God of War are the only two games I I think I've ever, like, 100%ed officially with, like, the trophy and everything. So that's why I was like, these have to be on my list. Oh, yeah. Like, they're just that good. Yeah. Just, Even the short period of God of War, I was like, if I had more time to, to play this, this would be a really fun game. Yeah. yeah. And both of those games, I didn't even play it with the attention, like, oh, I'm going to 100%ed. It was just as I was playing it, I was like, yeah, I, I got to. Rob, what's this. the second game on your list? Su- is it Spider-Man? Su- Spider-Man. That's how, that's how uh, the Spider-Man. Japanese say Su- okay. Spider-Man. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or maybe some <laughs> meme I saw online. Who knows? You're racist. Yeah, it's probably some meme. Yeah. So what's the next category? Is Album. Album of the year. Album. 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 Brittany should go first. That's a joke. Brittany. <laughs> yeah, go first. 
There was no album that came out this year to me that I felt like was amazing. Is that because you weren't really like looking for new music or new albums or? Both. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Expand? With a hard question mark. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I don't really listen to that much music anymore. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that much stuff that came out this year. Like. It was kind of a weird year. For it music, was a weird year. Based on the list on Google, like you can cut this out, but like Prince's piano and a microphone is probably going to win because the only thing that appears twice. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. And I'm just like, that's not yeah. even, that doesn't even count as an album to me. I don't right. Know uh, weird, right. I only, I kind of just put it on there because I was like, I don't really. I just felt like this was a weird year for music, yeah. and I feel like next year I'm going to have a lot. Like, I think Grimes is going to have a new album next year. Mm-hmm. Fiddler has an album coming out in January. RTJ has a new album next year. Yeah, yes, like, they do. Next year I'm going to have a lot of choices, but I feel like nothing amazing came out this year to me. So if you had to pick... Let me just be a tiebreaker at the end. Yeah. Okay. You got it. Fair enough. Only album I really listened to in full this year was Eminem, and I don't think that's even by <laughs> far... You listen to Under Oath and Dance, Kevin Dance. Yeah, and they were fine. <laughs> I'm just not list worthy. Yeah. I, I was just saying, to like, like one you... like British pop band that was fine. I listened to their album. Yeah. I'll kind of follow you up and go next. This year, there were a lot of albums I was actually really looking forward to this year, but there's been kind of like this trend that I was ultimately really disappointed by, where like, um, especially like in hip hop, where like artists will release like these really long albums Fox. you know like 20 25 travis scott songs. Drake, like, yeah like dude. just very bloated projects that like yeah. yeah oh my god the carter five i was looking forward to that for years and i was like oh my god it's like two uh, like it's 27 hour. songs or yeah, something yeah something like that like peter jackson so, directed it yeah and like it's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> these are the director's cuts expanded editions so it's just kind of like as the year progressed i just it was just kind of hard for me to be super excited about it. And, and this most cynical part of me is just like, oh, okay, they're just doing this for streams, right? You know, I mean, if you put like, they are. If you put like 25 songs on an album, there's a better chance that like one song is going to blow up. And that's kind of what happened with the Carter Five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or even like, like um, he, he, how many songs are on the Carter Five? Like, uh, I think I, it's like 27. It's some, close to that. It's in like, like the high 20s. Are there right. Any of those like interludes at all? Just like no, they're all they're, they're all fleshed out like three tracks. to five minute songs. Oh, I wow. think the I think the first song is technically an interlude, like an intro. Yeah, I didn't even listen to the whole thing to be totally honest, no. just because like I just couldn't. After into, yeah. Drake, I couldn't. Yeah. Like after Scorpion, and then yes. Travis Scott came yeah. out, and I listened to that all the way through like once. Yeah, I can't even tell you how excited I was for Astro World. Like I was like, okay, this is gonna be it. This is gonna. But like you know, it it, it starts off strong and yeah. then it just kind of seems to get a little stagnant. It in just my like opinion. meshes together, and, and it's like, yeah. did you need all these songs? I mean, overall, I enjoyed the album. Like it's cool if I'm just you know hanging out listening to it or whatever. But like, it, uh, it it's just a little over. It's just a little bloated, and yeah. I feel like a lot of albums were like that for me this year. And and same with uh, your. I saw that. I don't want to spoil your pick. Do you mind if I get into your list yeah, a little fine. bit? With even like Post Malone's album, yeah. like I don't think that album needed to be like what like nineteen songs or something. Yeah. Like there's a couple really good tracks on there that I I enjoy, but like I I I'm just not a big fan of like yeah. these long albums that are coming out and i even some of my favorite albums ever are like double albums like yeah. the white album by the beatles like songs in the key of life um sign of the times
times by Prince. I um, think that a lot of these artists, I'm not sure what their intentions are of like creating this, yeah, like bloated content. But yeah, I, I find, I, I noticed it first uh, a couple years ago when Drake's, because uh, that was like a 20 track yeah. album, and that took me forever to listen to, and I'm like, it just, was I, same, I don't care yeah. halfway through it after yeah. I'm just like, dude, give me like just like a simple yeah. EP or something like that. And and that leads me to like artists like Kanye West where he's like releasing something every week and it's like eight tracks and it's like half of it's just yeah. garbage. They're dude. all seven songs. I, he's like I did breathing like, into a microphone yeah. as art kind of thing, you know? <laughs> like, no, dude, like it, I feel like a lot of artists are just trying to capture that essence of creating a yeah. long length, you know, hit album. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you gotta like cut the fat and yeah. give them what we need and I think a lot of it is we don't have time to listen to yeah. 10 tracks of Ratchet Happy Birthday yeah, yeah that would be a great album I would love it yeah I'm, um, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned Kanye West too because yeah. I felt like kind of his 7 track thing like I I almost want to think that that was sort of like the answer to like these like long albums yeah. that are coming yeah. out I think so because um, anybody I, I, could just like yeah. get all their con- I mean who knows how many how many songs like you know on the backlog Drake or you know Lil Wayne had yeah. and I feel like, in a way, they're kind of almost like, uh, just put them all in there kind of thing. And instead of just cutting the fat, saving it for later. Because, I mean, you and I share um, an entry, which is Prince, Piano on the Microphone. Yeah. Which is just, there's a lot of collections that have been unreleased, you know, from artists like Michael Jackson or Prince or anyone. I feel like they could have done that, too, back then. They could have released everything they ever recorded all yeah. at once, at, like and keep it going like a train, you know. Yeah. Um, and not saving stuff like for later, because there's a lot of backlogged music that comes out nowadays. That's like, oh yeah, we wrote that song like years ago, but we never really knew what to do with it, or we just left it there. It was just yeah. a B side. Of... Yeah, we decided to include it on this upcoming album, you know, years later. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of artists aren't really doing that. I mean, it just seems like it. It seems like they're just recording everything and then putting it on. The, I, on I think album. it's because of Spotify. They want yeah. streams. If they put a 27 song album out. And two million people listen to it. Yeah. You're instantly getting almost triple the amount That's of plays. That's another thing too. It's it's different nowadays. I mean, you know, the format of listening to music nowadays. No one just picks up a CD and puts it in their car anymore, and that's it. Right. That's all yeah. you get. You can. It's very accessible through our phones and you know streaming platforms like Spotify and right. You yeah. Know, Apple Music. Yeah. So, um, even uh, in the metalcore community, like people, band members go on the metalcore subreddit and they talk about that, like. Putting out an album is different now. You can't just like put out a single and then drop the album next month. It's like you put out single after single after single, yeah. and then you finally drop the album yeah. because you want the people to keep coming back and to keep playing your songs and to keep putting it in like hot new metal or hot new R and B. Which like, does work too because artists like works. Chance the Rapper, he released you know collections of songs, you know really mm-hmm. real small. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, but it was a single in a collection of four singles, not yep. an EP though. And, and he, he that frustrated me. I was like, yeah. just release it as an EP because like it's so good. And he released a couple more. Two more. Recently. Two or three more. Yeah. yeah. So he already released six songs this year. Um, that's under, an EP. That's an EP. So yeah. it makes me wonder. I'm like, why don't you just? I mean, I get it too. Yeah, they're trying to get the streams. It just, I mean, me as a listener, I'm, I'm just old and frustrated. I'm like, why can't it just be like it was back then? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to purchase an EP, a vinyl of this, and listen to it. I don't want to, like, go through this weird process of Spotify. It's like, put out an album, a 10-song album. Like, put effort into what tracks you're putting on this. Like, think about it. Right. Don't just, like, put out everything because, well, I recorded these many songs. Yeah. Right. And that's what it seems like it is. But anyways, that, that being said. That was a swoop. Um, tangent. tangent. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, that being said, my picks, I think, I, I, I try to, like, kind of stay true to, like, you know, like projects some... that really were cohesive, like, just really play 
you, albums you could play through start to finish. Be like, oh, I really understand the vision for that. My top pick, um, I picked uh, Ariana Grande, uh, Sweetener, <laughs> nice which song. is a great pop album. It's a fantastic pop album. Okay. Every song on there. it's And it's really interesting for her, too. Um, and Because you don't hear of a lot of like pop artists like releasing albums other than outside of the singles that I think are really, you know... Yeah interesting a lot of times unfortunately it's just filler and i think she really kind of breaks the mold on that she has pharrell williams producing uh, about half the album wow. there's some really great singles on there and a lot of it feels like very personal songwriting is thank um, you next on that one and it's not years. on that album that's not even yeah. on that album oh okay. yeah she came she she's she's kind of Showing a lot of hints that she's going to be very prolific, I think, throughout the next year, which is also unusual for, I think, like a pop artist of her caliber. So I'm really interested to see kind of what she comes up with. Um, Thank You Next, in my opinion, is more like of a throwaway track, and I'm glad it's not really on it. It's more of like a music video. It's a novelty thing because of the video. Yeah, that's the only reason it it exists. But I think it's cool that she's like, you know, putting stuff out. Like, it's not necessarily tied to a big album. It's just kind of like, oh, here we go. How many songs are on Sweetener? I believe... Mm. Oh, I thought you were going to say 30 at first. And I was no, like, Tyler, what the this, fuck? No. Oh, like 30 or 40, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I think, I think it's like I think it's like four, 14 or 15 songs. Okay. Kind so of, kind of long, but not obnoxious. Well, a lot of the songs are kind of short. Like, okay, some of them good. are like kind of interlude-y. Um, and yeah, good. and it's a pop album. So like most of the songs clock in at about like three or four minutes. Mm-hmm. And then my second album was uh, by No Name, um, Room 25 which is, uh, I really enjoyed her last album she came out with a couple years ago, and this is the follow-up to that. Oh, man, she's really great. I don't know if you guys have ever checked her out. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, just this album just um, is, has gorgeous instrumentals, really, and she's, she's raps, and um, it's just really, really good hip-hop. And then, uh, yeah, I put Piano and a Microphone by Prince, which, you know, I have much more fleshed-out thoughts on when we went over it yeah. um, when it came out. But um, just in comparison with other stuff that came out this year, I was like, okay, well, I did revisit this album a lot. Like, while I do think it's kind of a stretch to call it like an album, it's really more of like a demo that got released. I, I really and I, I have mixed feelings about like, you know, the estate releasing it in the first place. Yep. Um, it really does play out nice, and it really is um, interesting for me on like a creative standpoint. Um, so I... I do appreciate that it's out, despite my mixed feelings about it. So that's my list, and I have a uh, couple of honorable mentions, but I don't get into that because... Uh, well, you what's know, your pick of the year? My pick of the year, I'm going to go with uh, Ariana Grande. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. Thank you. Next. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go next. <laughs> I've been waiting to do that. <laughs> Gosh. Um, yeah, uh, real quick. Um, my three picks were Post Malone's uh, Beer Bongs and Bentleys, Prince Piano and a Microphone 1983, and Sean Mendes, self-titled Sean Mendes. As far as a pick of the year, I don't know, man. The Post Malone album was good, but I feel like I, these are just the albums that I find myself going back to most often throughout the year. Um, I think Post Malone has a lot of great hits on this album. He's a great live performer, too, so I think that kind of influenced this pick um, just because it was fresh when it came out. I do enjoy a lot of the content on this album. Prince, uh, this is an interesting one because, yeah, you know, he's no longer with us, but just just shows this 30-minute recording of him playing the piano and, like, practicing songs and just kind of doing it with a microphone is <laughs> it's just crazy I, I mean he's just that good dude I like I hate to say it but like he is just that good and this album just shows yeah. that like literally like better than half of the stuff this year like it, there's so much album that came out this year and I was looking at the list and I was like oh that came out that came out but I, I, this one had to come up because I just I like it yeah. I enjoy it you can hear how much fun he's having creatively and you know working out things in his head 
Um, and some of the songs too were unreleased as well, which I like, which I think mm-hmm. qualifies it as a new piece of content. And then uh, Shawn Mendes, I, I, I never really liked him before, but this album, I just find myself revisiting it a lot. It has a lot of uh, Justin Timberlake roots, I feel, which is why I enjoy it so much. <laughs> Which is funny because J- uh, JT's album came out this year too, and yeah, out of the woods. There right? just wasn't as much content on that one as I was hoping for that I would like like. But it is yeah. it is a good solid album though. I mean, but I think Shawn Mendes kind of overshadowed it just a bit. If I had to pick one, it's between Shawn Mendes and uh, Prince. So I'll figure it out after. Okay. <laughs> Rob, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Kind of funny you mentioned JT because that's that's actually my pick of the year. Um, I just enjoyed Man of the Woods because uh, it had a lot of different types of like poppy tracks on it, but they were that were unique and different on their own. Um, it kind Very of stood out for sure. Yeah, it like the, it was interesting. So uh, I forget the name of the song. It came out with the music video uh, before the the uh, supplies. No, 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 no. It, before the album released, it's like uh, he does like a lot of robotic stuff and then like disappears. That kind of gave me the vibe. <laughs> oh, the robot one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, it gave me a lot of the vibes that it was going to be a very much like more kind of electronic hip hoppy that direction. But then you had other albums come out which were very country influenced. And a lot of uh, you had a country artist on it. Songs. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Songs that were... I was like, yeah, country <laughs> albums came out that were country? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Weird, huh? Uh, yeah, no country songs on the album that were very unique and different. Then you had songs that were much more traditional poppy kind of stuff. Um, so I, I enjoyed kind of the diversity of music that was on the album. Not every song was amazing, but I think for me, in 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 the total of it, it was a very enjoyable album that I still go back and will listen to periodically, even though it released February, like, 6th. So... It's it's been a, a fairly stable album for me, so that's my pick of the year. Sounds good. <laughs> Hi, Cody. Sea Dog. So highly anticipated list of the year for me. A lot of music came out this year. I just didn't talk about it because I didn't want to make you guys suffer through my music. <laughs> like just the past couple months alone, I'm sure Eddie's gonna recognize it. Yeah. The names like Beartooth came out with an album, Silent Planet, Architects, Ice Nine Kills. Um, there's this other band, Currents, that also just dropped an album slash EP. So to me, there was a lot to go over, and it was hard to kind of pick my list, especially because so many of these are like recent releases. But as far as what's on my list right now, I'd probably have to stick with Dance Gavin Dance. I think they don't put out bad music, and they haven't for 12, 13 years at this point that they've been a band. Every album I can go back and listen to and not complain about it this album it's a 14 song album and i think maybe one or two songs i don't like on it and then we saw them live a couple weeks ago and they played four of those songs live and they just crush it every time yeah it's just good album and i was highly anticipating of it especially after their last album so to me that's got to be it honorable mention is going to be counterparts three song ep it was b-sides from the last album and i feel like these songs are better than a lot of the songs on the previous album so it's just how funny counterparts crushing it but again no one's gonna listen to it so i didn't really want to <laughs> dive into it on the podcast so my pick stands gavin dance hell yeah dog all right so Brittany, where do you weigh in on so dance gavin dance rob's jt ariana grande what was your choice oh Top um sean mendes <laughs> <laughs> she does not sound happy about tie breaking i don't want a tie break can you all, you're all winners in my heart. Yeah, Yay. we all win. The four-way tie. <laughs> you should submit your own um, pick for the winner. Um, fuck me. I don't just, know. It automatically wins. Mumford and Sons just came out with an album. I didn't right. listen to it. It's pretty good. The first half. Oh, they did come out with an album? Yeah, it's like an yeah. hour long. Anyways. Um, uh, I saw that David Byrne released an album earlier this year that I didn't it, listen to. It was very David Bernie. 
Then it wins. There we go. <laughs> Congrats, David okay, Byrne. Okay, so there is no unified I'm pick. I'm sorry. I can't pick one. David Byrne, your awards in the mail. It's like if it was like whatever one I actually listened to, it would be Dance Gavin Dance, but I don't think that's fair because it's the only one I listen to. Yeah, well, you listen to Prince. Yeah, but is that your cho- choice? I mean, I'd be happy with it. Yeah, I can't choose. I'm sorry. That's I funny. I listened like... to it on the way here. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. funny. No, I I didn't really like that. And some of the one of the songs ended up in my Spotify top 100, and I was like, like what? Yeah, really I was funny. like, Which why song? the fuck? I can't. I don't even remember because I skip it every time it comes on. Because oh, <laughs> skip it I, so many times, it shows up. No, it's just because I listened to it like three or four times for the podcast, Prince and it's like all of our hearts. You love Prince, no? <laughs> Oh, that's Tyler. That's no Winrar. Album yeah. of the year. Ablum. No. Whatever album you like is the winner. Congrats, fans. Hooray. What's the next topic? TV show of the of year. Of the year. <laughs> it was a great year for TV this year, guys. Was it? it was. Yeah, I Tyler. One show in completion. There was a lot. I of didn't shows. watch any TV. That's fine. We watched so much TV. I watched watch a TV. lot of TV, Let and I, that's because I kept skipping on the podcast. I didn't watch it because I knew I was going to watch it sooner or later. <laughs> but then you didn't. Um, I, not yet. <laughs> I was actually going to try to binge Maniac so I could finally see what you guys were talking about, oh but God. it didn't happen because I was so busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Tyler, do you have any? TV show you want to throw out, or you just want to sit this one out? I you should tie break it later. I I think I'll tie break it, okay. but I'll just say I did watch a lot of Jeopardy this year. Alistair <laughs> Beck's still killing it, dude. He dude, is. he is, and he's um, like reverse aging. He's like Benjamin yeah. Button. I would like I've watched Jeopardy like every night for the last like month and a half. That's and cool. um, it's, uh, it's a good time. I think we should just call it right here. So, Jeopardy's the winner. <laughs> it's great. Next. I'm so smart now. <laughs> Thank um, you, Nick. You're so smart. Hey, Tyler, um, did you see that it's on yeah. Netflix now? Uh, I don't yeah, want to talk on about Netflix, it. Yeah. It's, I, we've been binging it, yeah. too, like before bed. Yeah, um, <laughs> Battle of the Decades. Yes. I'll, uh, yeah, don't spoil it. We're not uh, done yet. Oh, my God. Yeah. I hate this. Okay. Right, Cody, you want to start <laughs> I've been watching the broadcast. I just saw that it is on Netflix. Okay, too. okay. And it's like a it's like a decade thing. It yeah. is. Yeah, you guys want me to? Yeah, yeah. do it. I, if you listen to the Maniac episodes, listeners, you know I got to pick Maniac. <laughs> to me, ten out of ten show this year. It came out of nowhere, similar to like a Mindhunter last year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It just I wasn't ready for it, and then it came out, and I was like, "Fuck, this is a really well-made TV show that the story is so unique, and it's not like." anything i've seen before just the i think the third episode the first episode where they go under essentially that episode is the strangest episode of television with the with the lemur yeah that's the it's the weirdest episode i've ever seen and just as you watch it you're just like this is so different i didn't want it to end yeah it's just i want two hours of just this and it it had multiple episodes like that in the series all the acting was fucking great the set design was so different and so unique, like instantly, like has its own kind of feel to the show. So, Maniac, show of the year for me. I'm surprised I haven't heard more about it. Like, I, yeah. I feel like it's a very under the radar sort of show. Yeah, when yeah. I mentioned it to if you people, dive into it, you're gonna be very pleased. Yeah, I mentioned it to people and they're like, "No, I've never heard of that." And yeah, like I've seen it on Netflix, that's, and then I just hear about it from you guys, and that's literally it. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised it hasn't got more press, especially with like names like Jonah Hill and. I know it's crazy. Academy Award winner Emma Stone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no press. Mm-hmm. Brittany, you want to go next? Sure. My show of the year is Dark. Ooh. 
Ooh, I saw the first episode of that. You did? Yeah. Too spooky. I recommend continuing. <laughs> I know. I, need to. <laughs> I just wanted to feel like I belonged. Because yeah. you saw it. Because that came out after Last Award Talk. It came talk. out after Last Award, so I'm counting it. Yeah. Um, kind of like a more adult German Stranger Things to yeah, me. That's exactly how everyone describes it. Yeah. yeah. But, oh my god, I've never seen a show like it. Like, it captures, like, all these, like, concepts and ideas you see in sci-fi and, I guess, sci-fi all the time. But, like, they reinvented the wheel to me. I found it so creative and so different. And German actors are really good actors. Mm. It's a good show. It's just you always run into issues. I mean, spoilers with time travel when it comes to sci-fi. So... I feel like they have a plan, though. That's why I'm excited for another season. I am hesitant about this show. Okay. So you like that's, it. That's what, I like it, but I, I, based on the other shows this year and how it sort of mm-hmm. ended up, I couldn't put it on my top three. It's a I good just, show. I, I just really like the whole feel of it, the aesthetic, mm-hmm. yeah. the tone, the mood, the color schemes. like Everything about it was just so great. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just captured Dark, me. Dark, more like mm-hmm. great. It captured me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. It was good, uh, but yeah, definitely Maniac's a good choice too. That was my second choice. Okay, I was gonna go as well. Just jump on that Maniac train. Um, such a good show. You Maniac. I, oh God, I'm so sorry. The the acting is great, and not just the acting, but the ability to between episodes completely change the characters they're playing, but still be convincing and keep those threads from the actual characters they're playing kind of alive but unique was really enjoyable and then the you know weird as shit sci-fi kind of backing into all of it was always really fun and i liked how like a lot of the actors you didn't know who they were until the very end specifically with like the dad like randomly comes and does something and you see who the actor actually is I'm like oh that's kind of cool like nod to that very quality actor that you wouldn't expect to be in the show as well along with the other talent that exists justin thoreau uh, emma stone jonah hill like just very quality television. Give a nod to Bojack season five. A lot of a lot of feelings and things happened, and then House on Haunt. Or sorry, Haunting of Hill House. Very uncomfortable show. That's got a lot of depth to it. So that's my honorable mention. Yeah, that sure. was that's if I if I had a fourth pick, it would be Haunting of Hill House for sure. Yeah. So, so I think that's I gotta finish Eddie. that. Eddie, if you uh, had a first pick, what would it be? If I had a pick, <laughs> um, it'd be the series with too many H's. That's right. Haunting of Hill House. Dude, I can't, like, alright. Dude, I suck at, like, keeping up with a lot of things. This is the first TV series that I've watched in almost about maybe, like, a year. The last show, which could be an honorable mention, because I didn't discover it until after last year's awards, was uh, the TV show that came out in 2017 called Everything Sucks, um, which is, like, a coming-of-age, you know, series that I really liked, but it got canceled after the first season, so that Mm. really bummed me out, because I want to know how the story plays out. But anyways, um, back to Haunting of Hill House. Great cast, great writing. Um, Mike Flanagan, who also did Oculus, um, which I did not watch because I didn't want to watch that. <laughs> but uh, I can't remember the last time I felt so terrified watching a TV show. And it wasn't like a jump in your face pop up, like kind yeah. of scare. It was, There's just like a gloom. The atmosphere, man. Yeah. Like, it knows how to ride and build up on tension and suspense and deliver. Mm-hmm. And the, I, the other day I was like cleaning. Like I actually didn't finish it yet. And I was cleaning my room and I was like, trying to finish the series so I can, you know, be prepared for this awards show. Wait, so you haven't finished the show? No, I finished it. I finished oh, okay. it in, like, a day. Like, I, I, I think Dang. I left off on, like, episode four, and I loved it so far, and I was like, I'm going to put this in because I know I'm going to like it, and I finished it that day. But anyways, like, um, there was points where I was, like, cleaning, and then, like, something would happen, and I'd stop, 
and watch it. And then like before I knew it, like half an hour passed by, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like it just, it knows how to suck you in. And um, the, set de- the set design is so good. Yeah. Did show. you watch the behind the scenes stuff that yeah, they put, with put the on YouTube? Episode six. Um, yeah. And how yeah. they built the set with yeah. this one episode. It reminded in mind. me of Birdman. Like it was crazy. Like yeah. just yeah. building the set for the Warners. Yeah. And just, yeah, great cinematography, great storytelling, great writing. I don't like slow burns at all. This was a slow burn, but it knew how to hook me in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by the last episode, too, man, I was, like, tearing up and just the way how it... You liked the ending? I thought it was pretty good, you know, because I was wondering, how are they going to end this? And you know what? Honestly, I can't think of a, a better way for them to end it. Um, honestly, in my opinion, I couldn't think of a better way to tie yeah. up all these loose ends. And they, they did it perfectly, I think. Um, it maybe could have been done a bit better. How? I don't know. Yeah, I don't so know how. I like the way they presented it. To me, it just seemed like this show was such, like, this huge, like, buildup, and then the finale was sort of just kind of like it fizzled well, you know, to me. What, when, what I noticed with each episode is it doesn't, the, the ride on each episode isn't exciting. It's always slow build up, slow build up, and then boom, deliver. And I felt like that's what the series was too. It was a slow build up, slow build up, slow build up, and then boom, deliver, let them down gently kind of thing. You kind of getting the viewer to understand that the house itself is a character. Um, I think that's what they were trying to slowly build up. That way when, it ha- when the ending does happen, you come to terms with leaving this character alone and like kind of backing away slowly okay. sort of thing, you know? It, it was weird. I, I liked how it wrapped it up um, and a lot of good twists and turns. I thought it was just great, very well-made show. I actually started watching it because Stephen King mentioned that he liked it. I don't really like too much of Stephen King's work. I read a few of his books. All right. I know a lot of people look to him as, uh, you know, like if, if he likes it, because he doesn't like anything. Um, yeah. And that's got to be something good. So I watched it. And yeah, sure enough, it didn't disappoint. So yeah. Haunting of Hill House. For that sure. was another one that just kind of came out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is it was Netflix so did good, a really dude. good show. We were again. just talking about it out of nowhere. And the cast is so great, too. Um, what's his name? Elliot from E.T. is the young uh, Hugh Crane. Yeah. And uh, there's like a lot of little nods to the Shirley Jackson novels, too. In the episode, too, uh, one of the girls is reading the lottery. And um, mm-hmm. I think there's actually an E.T. lunchbox in one of the episodes, too. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Like, there's a lot of it's, it's got depth. But yeah, that'd be my main pick, obviously. Um, I was obviously I'm still going to watch uh, Maniac because the way you guys talk about it, my like, shit. I guess I gotta see it. So I'm gonna stop. Yeah, that is gonna be the next show I watch. Yeah, you need to. I will. <laughs> so do do we need a tiebreaker? Nope. I think it's gonna go to Maniac. Do you have because any opinions of... on the subject, Tyler? If you don't, it's okay. Sounds like a lot of good shows. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I think Maniac's I the winner. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without... Congratulations, La La Land and Superbad. <laughs> Yeah. A, those are the actors. <laughs> well, I mean, it could just be super bad. Yeah. Oh, oh true. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Maniac was super bad, too. Essentially. It's their lives after super bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Super <laughs> bad, too. So, there you go, Maniac. Trophies in the mail. Talk to you soon. Honorable mention goes to Keep in touch. Uh, Hill House. I think everybody talked yeah, about them in a very positive way, so I kind of put it on there, too. Yeah. Yeah, so that one... If it wasn't for Maniac, that would be the show of the year. Definitely. Yeah. So now... Movie of the year. I just got to cut those out. It's too loud. (laughs) No, leave it. Leave it. Compress it. No, because I compress everything, so that's going to stick out even more after I compress it. That's fine. Anyways, go on, Cody. What were we going to say? I'm not mad at you, Tyler. I'm just letting you know. It's okay. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can keep that in. That's perfect. Movie That's a podcast level air horn. Movie of the year. Movie of the year. Movie. Movies. The most... <laughs> Leave that one in. Yeah. yeah. Right, cool, cool. The most anticipated 
category. That's probably going to be the quickest category. Mm-hmm. Looks like uh, it. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Tyler? Or Tyler? Oh, Rob's Rob. going first. Rob. Oh, oh, oh. I know none of mine are going to win, so I'll just get mine out of the yeah. way. Yeah, very interesting <laughs> choice. I can't. What are his? Uh, very animal-based films. They were. I don't I, like that. I, I think it's, it's the <laughs> He's most, trying to tell us something. I think it's more the recency problem because I saw these the most recently. I think that's probably why my, they're heavily influenced. Not the other movies that you guys have are bad. I think this is more it sticks better. So I think my not that they're bad, but they are. It's it is it's, yeah. the, the the one I, I liked the most out of the three I have of Peter Rabbit, Isle of the Dogs, and Annihilation is Isle of the Dogs. I think partially uh, just because of the uh, animation style was was hugely influential because there's nothing else I don't I think it's come out recently that's like that weird other than like the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Man, that was a while it's ago. It's been a while since we've had a good stop motion that yeah. I can think of. Yeah, and so I, I think and that one does such a good job of not making you realize it's stop motion for yeah. a lot of it. Yeah, I did enjoy. I did enjoy that movie quite a bit. It was. It was a. It was a fun watch. I enjoyed well, it was, the parts I remembered. What was that? I enjoyed the parts I remembered. Oh, that's right. Continue, Rob. Uh, I guess there's a, a, a strange thread there. They're both Wes Anderson films. That's probably why they're both. Very noticeably good to stop motion. Wait, Peter Rabbit's a Wes Anderson film? No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's talking about... Yes, yes, it is. He's talking about Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, and yeah I know that. <laughs> yeah, Isle of Dogs and Fantastic are both Wes Anderson and both stop motion. Uh, but I, I just think that, and then the storyline is kind of like just very wholesome and sweet. And there are some weird parts to it, but I just I enjoyed it just being kind of uh, a relaxing watch with a few ten- intense moments, but it was very rela- mm-hmm. relaxing yeah. compared to like Annihilation or Infinity War, where it's very like. There's like kind of a uh, stressful. It's very stressful. Those are both very stressful Beat films. Of sweat. Yeah. 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 Um, this wasn't your movie of the year, Brittany, and so I'm gonna accuse you of not loving dogs. Ooh. I take, like dogs. Take her card I away. Love dogs. Take her card away. I yeah. love the dogs. <laughs> All right. Somebody else so can. I'll, but Isle of Dogs for you, Rob. Oh yeah, for sure. I also expected. I expected you to add Paddington to to that would have completed that list. <laughs> the trifecta. You know that would have been Carlos's. That if, if he was here, that would have been him. Going to be in the value pack hey. movie at Walmart. What was that? Those three movies: uh, Paddington, <laughs> Bear Two, and Peter Rabbit the, and Isle of Dogs. The, tw- the twenty eighteen <laughs> animal special. I like animals pack. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's such a like... weird. I don't like that title. <laughs> I like animals. <laughs> Just, I like animals pack <laughs> of movies. You're thinking so much about this game. Who's next? I'm gonna go. So I picked uh, Infinity War just because it's most memorable and it. Man. Yeah. Good times. Oof. Um, no, it was good, man. Like I just thought about it for like the whole week after I watched it, just like touching yeah. my heart. And it was it was the crossover that we've been waiting for for years, mm-hmm. and it delivered. They and, like, did it, it did right. Not disappoint. Like, and I couldn't have asked for anything better, honestly. And I'm I'm so excited for the second part to come out too. I think that's why I liked it so much. Was the anticipation was met. Um, the crossovers were great. The characters did such a wonderful job. If you did your homework as a Marvel fan and watched all the solo films. You were pleasantly rewarded with yeah. a great film. Lots of heartbreak, lots of laughs. Um, yeah, just great emotions overall. My other picks were Eighth Grade, um, the Bo Burnham directorial debut, which was so good. Like, honestly, man, and it was a short watch, but it was so good. Great coming of age film. Highly recommended to everyone who's in middle school because it was the movie that I needed when I was in middle school. And just, just briefly, did you see that he did like a screening? Yeah. Free. The way like they didn't like check IDs or whatever, yeah. like mm-hmm. one in every state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so, yeah. So awesome. Like cool. it was just yeah. a very powerful message. And then a Quiet Absolutely. Place was my other pick. Uh, great fun film. 
you needed to see it in theaters. I hope they release it again in theaters one day, just as like a little weekender thing, because unless you have great sound system at home, because honestly, there's no other way to watch that film. Mm-hmm. Um, very, like, I was rewarded with such a great time. Definitely not the movie to sneak in chips and yeah. soda with ice, because that's all you'll hear. <laughs> I wanted to see it in theaters, but with our movie-going experiences, I knew it would be ruined by shitty audience members, because every time we go to a theater now, it's like there's a couple people that just can't be yeah. in a theater no you know what though and i went so late in the game to where it was almost out of theater so okay like me yeah, like six other people go. i was the guy who brought in the snacks and i realized the, oh my god you're that guy you let me finish so <laughs> i realized the mistake when i bit the chip and i was like uh-oh it was like that episode of spongebob yeah i was gonna say in and like you know tiptoeing through patrick's house it was like that but um anyways i had to stop and cease all my snack eating because i couldn't Mm-hmm. And uh, I waited for a part. There's a no, not spoiler, but there's a part where there's a waterfall mm-hmm. in the movie, and, and you're loud like, enough. <laughs> I freaking buffeted the hell out of my snacks just to get all my intake because I knew I wouldn't get another chance. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyways, yeah, it was a great film. Um, so good. But so, anyways, my main pick is Infinity War, though. Okay. Brit. Close okay. second and third, though. Sorry. Good. No, you're good. My pick of the year is Eighth Grade. Uh, if you want to hear my full opinion of that movie, we talked about it on an episode. You cried two or three times? I cried like three times during the movie. <laughs> yeah? Like sobbing. Yeah. Like ugly sobbing. <laughs> because like you said, that's the movie I needed in middle school. Mm-hmm. And like I still need it because I still have like the brain of like a 12-year-old girl. I know that's really sad. <laughs> like, oh, self-esteem is hard, guys. It is. Yeah, and I oh. I love that she got a Golden Globe nomination. Yeah, that's so yeah. cool. Like, it's, it's so fantastic. cool to see. Yeah. Mm. Oh it makes God. me feel like the movie's still going and like oh, It just has such a like a genuine feeling mm. to it. So much heart behind it. Bill Burnham oh did such God. a great job. He did. And yeah. you could tell he gave so many fucks about what he was doing. Oh, in anything he does. Mm-hmm. Like he was the right guy for the job. Yeah. Yeah. It, oof, fuck. Yeah. It's a good movie. I love the chicken nugget scene. Oh my god, me too. It's oh. so wholesome and it's just, really sweet. Oh god. Really, yeah. you know, all the sauces. It's great. It's She's so, so good. Mm. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Uh, and then next, I did Thoroughbreds. I also talked about that heavily great earlier movie. in the year. Yeah. I think it's kind of a movie. masterpiece of a movie. <laughs> the soundtrack on that's really good. Yeah. I love the soundtrack so much. And then my third choice is Infinity War for obvious reasons. It's a great, great movie. I think my honorable mention is Black Klansman. Oh, I, forgot I still haven't watched one. it yet. Spike Jones, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I just thought of it because we talked about shitty movie-going yeah. experience. And yeah. And someone was... in front of me answered their phone during the movie. What? Oh, my God. Yeah. We talked about that. Like that? We crazy. talked about that on the podcast, but I, yeah. I kicked the guy's chair, and he was, like, really pissed off at me. But he answered his phone during the movie. Yeah. That's, that's like wow. someone who hits your car, and it's their fault, and they're mad at you that they hit you. It's like, yeah. you, you, yeah. you're the crushed. asshole here. Why are you mad at me? Mm-hmm. Hey, could yeah. you see I was coming? Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. That's my honorable mention because it was actually a very, very good movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, eighth grade's my choice. So I should, we should see this movie then. Eighth grade? Yeah. My, is it my turn? Yeah. If you want to go, sure. Yeah. Oh, man. There are a lot of movies I really, really enjoyed this year, including eighth grade. I really like Black Klansman. Sorry to Bother You, I thought was really interesting. That, was, oh, that movie um, was great yeah. up until. Fuck. I enjoyed it Ooh. very oh, yeah. much, but yeah. like, it's one of those movies where I'm like, I, I I need to be in the right mood to watch yeah. it. I'm like, never yeah. going to be ready forget that movie. to ingest yeah. all this art. Right. Sticks with <laughs> you. It's Call a very yeah. artistically heavy film that's like not for a lot of people. Not even for me. Like I'm just like 
I like it. Yeah, it's definitely not like a casual movie to sit down. It's an exhausting yeah. film. Let's uh, watch it with our parents. Yeah. No. Definitely no. It's not that but big no. em up like popcorn movie. It's it's yeah. one of those movies you got to be ready. I did enjoy it, though. There, there were quite a few good movies that came out this year, including, which I don't think any of you guys have seen yet because it just came out. Into the Spider Verse. Oh, oh, dude, I want to no, watch it, man. We're gonna you guys see that Thursday. Have yeah. to go check it out. I, I went so to go good. see my it. Checked it out the other day. Oh my god, yeah. it's great. It's. I will say. I, I mean, I'm obviously not gonna put it on my list just because I know I'm, I'm the other one that's seen it. It's too but recent. Like, yeah, it's very recent. But um, man, I will tell you, it's one of the most gorgeous like movie experiences I've ever watched in a theater. Ooh. Just the animation is just like. I just the style and the way that it looked and how creative it was. Like I could have watched it forever. It's hilarious. Wow. The voice cast is great. They did a really um, good job of um, just making a awesome comic book movie. Mm-hmm. So one hundred percent recommend that. Definitely very high up on my honorable mentions. But my top pick was "Won't You Be My Neighbor," nice. the Mister Rogers movie. I watched it two nights ago. Yes. Good stuff. I cried from the beginning <laughs> to the end. <laughs> And that's all I'll say about that movie. It was what just very just <laughs> unbelievably powerful. Yeah. And I think it's just the kind of movie that really we really need in these times. Just really a reminder of like how important like empathy and just kindness and uh, you know it, it it's really a great movie. Oh yeah, um, I wanted to watch that movie, but I just I was never a huge Mister Rogers fan. I didn't watch it growing up, so I was yeah. like I, I won't have the emotional impact. I think. That's I mean, not about just, that. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, because me, I didn't watch a lot of Mr. Rogers either, but I know the character. I've seen him in passing. Seeing the film, it's a, it's a very um, insightful like look into yeah. his life and what he was standing for and how he used um, a platform like television to influence the younger generation to be better people. Yeah. And it, 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 it's, it's so interesting, and it's a great film. It's much more of like a story of a person than it is about his then the show yes. specifically okay. like, i mean i watched it like growing up and stuff but like fred rogers you know i was very little and so you know i mean yeah i have like that's the show has that sort of sentimental value to me but like it's not essential okay to enjoying the movie yeah. um so that was my top pick uh, my second pick was annihilation <laughs> which even like watching the first time i was like kind of on the fence about i was like i don't know you know but like I, it just like it, it like imprinted itself like onto my brain. I was like, I can't stop thinking about this movie. Like, just it's visually stunning and mm-hmm. very suspenseful. And then there's, I think there's a lot of layers of meaning to the movie as well. So I really enjoyed it. I revisited it a couple times throughout the year, and definitely um, a crazy movie that um, I really ended up liking a lot. Infinity War was my fir- uh, third pick marvel did it they pulled it off and very in a very iconic way and i think that top pick worthy for me so um those are my picks all right so my picks yeah uh infinity war we've we talked about it ad nauseum even on this episode and then the one episode where i think we had like a 40 minute discussion about it after it came out with uh ryan was on it and it's just this monumental task that's been 10 years in the making and they did it and they did such a good job of it. So I don't know. I feel like, especially as a comic book movie when they're usually just like average or okay movies at best. And then this was like a genuinely good movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like it just has to be like so much work went into it. And the fact that they filmed two films at the same time, mm-hmm. just for this story, right? it just has to be number one. Um, Thoroughbreds, what Brittany said, Eddie, Brittany and I, we talked about it earlier this year when it came out. It 
it's such a different kind of movie that just as you think about it and go over it just more and more makes sense to you i guess like you realize more about the movie and the characters and the depth that they have that was a unique experience and then annihilation like tyler said it's such a the ending especially so like visceral the last scene with with the alien spoilers and just the i still listen to that i still listen to that track it's a 12 minute it's um, incredible yeah yeah song just like no dialogue or nothing just this 12 minute long insane score that just happens and it just like builds and builds and it's such this explosive scene that it's just so unsettling yeah. watching. It's like as beautiful as it is like this jarring. And Which like... is kind of like... It made me uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think that's what they wanted you to feel during the scene. It was the best part of the movie. Yeah. Fuck. Especially seeing it in theaters oh and just how loud and like abrasive it was. Mm-hmm. It just... Yeah, oh my god. Because yeah. have you seen Annihilation? Oh my it's god. It's kind of like this... Not even like the plot, but like the scene they're talking about. It's just this like... 10 minute long scene with no dialogue and just this like ambient but loud mm-hmm. score playing underneath which is it. like creepy like strings yeah. that just like go mm-hmm. through it at random intervals and it just and the, the track is called the alien and that's what the track feels like to me it's like mm-hmm. a very alien sounding yeah. nice. and it's like almost like this not like a dance but it's a very choreographed just yeah. like two creatures yeah. I guess moving around each other and like yeah, Natalie Portman. <laughs> she's a creature. Kind of. Technically yeah, a creature. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I don't know. That was I didn't really like the movie, but I like that scene. <laughs> that that scene, scene was cool. Alone like yeah. makes the movie and yeah. like you have to watch it just for it that. Was just yeah. the, it was probably the better like theater going experience we had this year because everyone was just dead quiet yeah. during that scene. Oh, what theaters you guys go to? <laughs> yeah, where do you like some of the good ones were the a worst lot of assholes, ones are. like are you guys Green like Valley only Ranch, watching right? movies on airplanes or something? Yeah. <laughs> we usually go to Green Valley or oh, Galaxy. I go to Village Square and like that seems to be like the most tame place. Like, yeah, ever. Thoroughbreds wasn't a shitty experience, and that's where we saw it. Yeah, yeah that's just hardly far. anyone there, which is why I like going. Yeah. yeah. People like bringing their babies now and <laughs> talking to each other during the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. So yeah, Infinity War is gonna have to be my pick, nice. and which I it think was, makes it the winner, right? Oh yeah. I, it's been on everyone's list, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I have, mutually yep. agree. I'm fine with it winning. It's, it's the king, and I feel like mm-hmm. Rob and I mentioned it a week or two ago. Like this might be the end of Marvel movies for me, so I feel like this is such a good Going note on to end note. on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So ending Marvel? No. No. Yeah. He's just probably not gonna watch anymore. Yeah. Yeah. After end game after that i'm probably gonna end the game can we talk about that real quick do we have time yeah what what like how dark it looks and how much different it's gonna be than like every other film they've put out so far dude it's like um the seventh movie of harry potter like yeah just compared to the first one it's like yeah light and yeah night (laughs) dark 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 night night. (laughs) i was like i was gonna say light and night light and yeah, night. it's gonna fuck <laughs> everyone up. They're all gonna die. Hopefully, probably. probably. Yeah, no, yeah. Just reboot the Hopefully. entire no more movies uh, franchise. No more movies at all. <laughs> no more. No, 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 at least watch the Spider-Man movie because Jake Gyllenhaal's gonna be mysterious. Oh, I know. I, I, yeah, that is one yeah, hard that's thing. Be dope. So, movie of the year, Infinity War. Uh, Don't snap these awards, please. Yeah. Well, it will. Give, we get banned. We could do half. There's, there's all like. How many people do you? How many people do you think are credited for working on Infinity War? Like thousands, probably thousands. I would say thousands. Dude, Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
There's I don't so know. I mean, at least at least half that many people though. Yo, how bad would it be to play the Adams Family theme song near Thanos? Oh man, you'd be kind of jealous. <laughs> It's like, All you right. don't know what you're doing. Let's end this conversation. <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> Stop. I had to say one dumb thing this episode. Yeah. <laughs> you got it in right at the end. <laughs> so that's award talk, the most anticipated awards of the year. Everyone in the entertainment industry has been biting their nails for the chessies to come out. <laughs> Where's the after party? Right now. <laughs> another the Ritz, my friend. Another two hours of podcasting. Here you go. I mean... I guess that'll do it. I don't know if we're going to take a break the next week or two for holidays. Ideally, but we can talk about that after. Yeah, we'll plan that so we might not see you guys for the rest of the year. But thanks for listening. I hope you agreed if you didn't. Fuck you. Just kidding. <laughs> you um, if you didn't, let us know what your favorites were and why you think we're wrong. And we'll tell you that no. Oh, I'm you, pretty sure we're all wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> I think everything but movies. Who's right, though? We are. That's what we've been saying. That's the theme of this episode. Our opinion is right. Thanks for a good year. Listeners. Yeah. Happy holidays ha- and Thanks Merry for listening. Christmas, you filthy animals. Yeah. Try and relax this holiday season. Don't go too crazy spending money. You dang kids. Okay. All right. Well, that's enough. That's enough, yeah. <laughs> you know where to find us. Bye, we're on. Bye. We're on Twitter, chess underscore talk. We have an email, chesstalkpodcast at gmail.com. We got a website, chestock.podbean.com. Give Podbean. us a listen. Go to our iTunes and rate iTunes. us. We need ratings. Ratings. Give us the ups. Please. Please give us ratings. I know you're listening. I see you. I see you listening to us. <laughs> I see them downloads. Uh, that's all I got to say. Okay. What about you guys? Nothing. You know what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you would like that. Uh, that's great. Pet your dogs for us. I will. Pet your dogs. Right, well, yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Have a great rest of the year. We'll see yes. you next time. Here at Chessie Central. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Oh, wait. Here at Chess Talk no, Central. Stop. Good night. Good night.